This is episode number 183. Dave Ramsey blocked me on Twitter. I'm going to talk to you about that. Also give you three ways to set yourself up to win. That's coming up. This is the Red Podcast. How to take your idea and make a name for yourself within your industry and beyond. Spread your message. Attract a following. Rise above the noise. Here's your host, David Hooper. I'm now 80,000 words in on the podcast marketing book. It's coming along, but I've still got more to add. I'm a very slow writer. It's taking a while. Hope to have this out around the first of the year. Speaking of books, got contacted by Pat Flynn this week. Pat Flynn has just finished a book manuscript, is also releasing a book at the first of the year. I'm going to bring him in in a couple of weeks. So if you're interested in how somebody can have a successful blog, two successful podcasts, speaking, whatever else Pat Flynn is up to right now, that is coming up on Red Podcast. Red Podcast is the podcast for influencers. If you're a blogger, podcaster, speaker, marketer, you're a nonfiction author, you've got that book yourself, you're an entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. Those are the kind of things that I talk about, book publishing, podcasting, speaking, and other marketing elements of your business that you must master to make a name for yourself. The focus is how to take your idea, spread it, and make money. A few weeks ago, it actually may have been a few months ago, and I'll tell you why I don't know in just a second. Saw something on Twitter via Dave Ramsey. Because this is so far back, I can't tell you what it was. I think it was something religious, maybe something political that pissed me off, something like Red Cups at Starbucks, something to do with Chick-fil-A, something to do with gay marriage and being against it. So I responded. Somebody who was a fan of Dave Ramsey responded back to me. And we went into a back and forth. I didn't respond that much, maybe a couple of times, because I try not to engage in that kind of situation. You can never win. But sometimes ego gets the best of me. Sometimes I do respond. And this guy kept hammering me and hammering me about aborted babies and Obama. Similar things that I'd referred to originally, but taking it all off the deep end in all sorts of right-wing ways. NRA, Donald Trump, you name it, it was there. Eventually I had to block the guy. Just wasn't interested in keeping the conversation going. And he kept on and on. One of those guys on the internet that you just can't win with. A couple of weeks ago, I was on Twitter, looked up Dave Ramsey to see what he was up to because I like Dave. Dave's a local guy, small town boy, done good. He's been on the radio here for over 20 years. I got his first book in 1995 when it was still self-published. So I've seen Dave go from a guy who was at trade shows selling books out of his trunk to the powerhouse that he is now. Dave Ramsey had blocked me. Now, I don't know if it was something that I said to him. I don't know if it was because I was in this conversation with this other guy. I don't know. But Dave Ramsey blocked me, and it was for good reason, and that's what I'm going to talk about on this episode. I'm talking about how to set yourself up to win so you can get your best work done. And you can't get your best work done when you've got guys that are bringing you into a conversation even though you started the conversation technically, because that's how this started. I responded to Dave Ramsey and something he had tweeted. This other guy hijacked it. He's got me and Dave into it. I eventually banned him. Dave banned him and Dave banned me as well because he wasn't getting the work that he needed to get done. It became a distraction. 
As far as setting yourself up to win, one of the big mistakes that I see is location, where you get your work done. I see a lot of guys who refer to themselves as location independent, meaning they can go wherever they want to, any city, any place, still get their work done. And I think that's a great thing. But it becomes a problem, in my opinion, when you're spending most of your time working out of a public place, let's say Starbucks, just for this example, you don't get your best work done at Starbucks. If you're really concerned with getting the most out of your time, the most out of your day, the most out of your week, month, year, don't be working at Starbucks. One, you've got to go there. You've got to go from where you are to wherever a Starbucks is. And granted, there are a lot of them. There's probably one not too far from where you are right now. But if you can work from where you are right now, let's say you're at home, let's say you have an office, if you can work there, that's a much better place to get things done, in my opinion. One, if you go to Starbucks, you have to find enough space to work. You've got to find a good table. You've got to find a table that's near an outlet. And then you've got a crazy woman beside you. She's distracting you. She's there talking to her girlfriend, who should be getting a copay for this conversation about a bad relationship, about troubles at work, about how she can't keep her kids in line. You've got somebody who's pissed at a red cup and instead of giving Starbucks his name, is saying that his name is Merry Christmas, so they have to announce that. You've got somebody who's Instagramming his coffee, tweeting, taking phone calls, and there are constant interruptions. You've got people coming in, you've got people going, You've got people asking if they can borrow the chair that's at the same table that you're sitting at. That's not a good environment for you to work in. The solution to this, it's a dedicated area. It's something that's set up. It's something that's ready for work. It's something with nobody around. Even if you have a dedicated area, if you've got other people around, you may find out that your employees, your workers, the other people that you're doing business with, they're the distraction. Even in your own office, you're being distracted. When I was running my music conference, pretty good-sized staff. A lot of those guys were temporary that only came on during the event, but full-timers had about five people working in the office. They had their office. I had my office. Three or four miles away, the other end of what I call Music Row, there's my office. They could not get to me. My phone was off. They didn't even know where it was, some of them. That's because I wanted to get my best work done. I couldn't have everybody asking me, hey, what do we do now? What do we do now? What do we do now? What do we do when this happens? They needed to figure it out for themselves. So as far as setting yourself up to win, location is a huge problem, and this is the kind of thing that it takes. Even in my own house. You've listened to Red Podcast for a while. You know Laurel. She was here for the first 150 episodes. My co-host, now the co-host emeritus of Red, And also, my wife, we live in the same house. We both work from home. We work on two separate floors, have two separate dedicated offices in our house. That's why we bought the house that we're in. We had to have the space to get our work done, and you are no different. The second thing that's keeping you from getting your work done, it's distractions. I've talked a little bit about this right now because something like Starbucks is full of them. The people beside you, the people coming in and out person trying to get political with Starbucks, maybe bringing a gun into Starbucks because they don't like that, maybe telling the barista his name is Merry Christmas. But you've got distractions even in the best environment, even in your house. Maybe you've got kids. You've got a spouse. He or she doesn't know when you're working because you're on your computer all the time. You're on your iPhone all the time. 
maybe on Facebook, maybe on Twitter a lot of the time. That's not real work. It's easy to interrupt you then. But what happens when you are doing real work? If you're working from home, you need to have some way of letting people in your house know that you're actually working. You got people knocking on your door. We've had so many episodes of Red Podcasts interrupted. Before we built the Red Room, the studio in our house, so many episodes were interrupted by people coming to our door, knocking on it. It's somebody selling door to door. It's Jehovah's Witnesses trying to get us to read the Watchtower magazine. It's somebody from the neighborhood trying to get us to sign a petition. Even if you're working from home, even in the best environment with nobody there, you could be all alone. You're going to have these kind of distractions. Then you've got the self-imposed distractions, the internet. How many times have you flipped over to Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and gotten completely lost, completely on a different tangent than you meant to when you first went there? You've got phone calls, you've got text, people basically going through all the walls that you've built around you and getting directly to you via a text message, via a phone call. Turn that off. Move the phone to a different room if you need to. You've got radio and podcast. If you're listening to this podcast right now where you're trying to get work done, turn it off. Listen to it later. Get your work done. Come back to this later. This is a bonus. This is something that's going to help you on future work, not the work that you're doing right this instant. For me right now, I've got a lot of resistance. I talked about being a slow writer. 80,000 words. It's taken me about a year to get that far. I'm picking the pace up because I'm putting more time in on the book right now than I was earlier in the year, but I still got a ton of resistance. When I'm working on a book, that's when the office gets cleaned. When I'm working on a book, that's when I reply to all the emails that I've gotten behind on. When I'm working on a book, that's when the blog posts get written. Resistance is huge. And this is another way that you are not setting yourself up to win. Curb the resistance, the solution to these things. First of all, you need to know where you're spending your time. I love a program called Rescue Time. You install it on your computer. It's basically an old school time bank where every 15 minutes you'd write down what it is that you've been doing for the last 15 minutes and you look at it at the end of the week and see where you're spending your time. Rescue Time, if you're on your computer and you can even add tasks that are not computer related. It tracks everything automatically at the end of the week. It tells you how much time you've been on Facebook, how much time you've been on Twitter, how much time you've been doing good things, productive things, and it gives you an opportunity to improve yourself. It's well worth the money. I'll have that linked from the episode notes at redpodcast.com slash 183. Self-control is another program that I use. It's a great solution for all computer related distractions. It blocks out sites like Facebook, blocks out sites like YouTube, blocks out sites like Twitter, email. It can block out everything. It's basically like turning your internet off, but it goes way beyond that. Self-control is the program. I'll have that linked at redpodcast.com slash 183. I like a Pomodoro timer. Set the timer for 25 minutes. Any timer will do. Work, work, work. Head down. No distractions, 25 minutes, take a five-minute break, set it for 25 minutes again, work, work, work. Knowing that that timer is ticking down and knowing that you don't have that much time left before it ends, that's going to help you keep on task. And when it comes to being in your house, something that Laurel and I use, when one of us is working on a project, 
Because I mentioned earlier, it's an issue when somebody else is in the house and he sees you on the computer, but doesn't know if you're actually doing work or doing something else, maybe something entertainment related, maybe social media. We got what we call the hanky code. Our dog likes to wear bandanas. I don't know if he likes to wear bandanas. He does wear bandanas. We put him around his neck. Took a couple dog bandanas. Laura's working on something. She'll put one on the doorknob. I know not to talk to her. No engagement whatsoever. Same thing for me. When I'm working on a book, when I'm working on a podcast, when I'm working on any kind of marketing-related tasks that require my full attention, put the handkerchief on the doorknob, shut the door. Nobody interrupts me. The third element for setting yourself up to win is foundation, a dedicated workspace that's set up and ready to go. This is one of the big issues with something like Starbucks where you walk in, the setup is different each and every time. Tables are moved, chairs are moved, tables are occupied. There's not a situation where you can get to an outlet, sit by a window. It's too hot, it's too cold, there's people around. Cash register going off right in your ear. To maximize your time and get ready to go, and minimize distraction, you want a dedicated workspace. This is a foundational thing. You should have a dedicated space in your house, not a kitchen table, not an afterthought, but a space that you go to when you need to get work done. There's also a mental shift of having a dedicated workspace. When you're in that dedicated workspace, your brain automatically adjusts. You know you need to get to work. You get to work more quickly. When you're out of that space, you can enjoy yourself. Go on about your day. There's a great book. It's called The Power of Full Engagement. I'll have that linked from the episode notes, redpodcast.com slash 183. And The Power of Full Engagement basically says this. If you don't feel like reading it, here's the bottom line. Let's say black is work. Let's say white is your personal life. You've got these two big areas of life, and most of the time, people spend their time in a gray area where they've got a little bit of black, a little bit of that work, mixed with a little bit of personal life, the white, and it blends to make a gray area. It is much more effective, much kinder to the work that you do and to the people in your life if when you're working, you stay in that black area, solid black, focus on the work, and when you're in the personal elements of your life, you stay in the white area, paying attention to your wife, paying attention to your husband, paying attention to your kids, not worrying about the work, and give them each dedicated time. If you want more information on that, again, episode notes, redpodcast.com slash 183 for the book. It's called The Power of Full Engagement, a wonderful read that goes far more in depth than I was able to hear. Another thing about mental shift, if you're looking to get into the power of full engagement, office hours. Office hours are great. You set up your hours, let's say 8 to 10, 8 to noon. It doesn't have to be 8 to 5, 9 to 5, 8 to 4. It doesn't have to be a full day. It can be an hour. It can be two hours. You have your time for doing your work. There's a mental shift of having dedicated hours. And when you do that, when you make the decision, you're actually going to find that you don't get caught up in these distractions. Your friend who calls you and says, hey, man, let's go out. Nope. For one, you're not answering the phone because during those dedicated hours, you've done what I'm saying. You cut the phone off, cut the text off. You've got your dedicated space where nobody can get to you. But even if somebody's reaching out to you about future plans, you say, no, I can't do that because 8 to 10, 8 to 12, whatever your office hours are, that's when you work. There's that mental shift, and this will help you get so much done, and it makes the decision-making process so much easier. One of the things that happens to me because I'm self-employed 
People think that they can call me up. Hey, Dave, could you run me to the airport? Hey, Dave, could you do this? Hey, Dave, can you help me move something? Can you help me go to Costco and pick up this television? All the time, people calling me asking for little favors like that. I don't mind helping my friends, but it has to be in a time that's not affecting my work. And having these dedicated office hours makes that decision very easy because it's tough when you get called for a decision like that. It's like, well, you know, Johnny really needs a ride to the airport. Just completely forgetting that the dude could do this for $20 in a Lyft or $20 in an Uber. You start thinking, well, maybe I'm not a good friend. Am I a jerk? Should I be focusing on this instead of my friends? Makes it easy. It's black or it's white. Again, the book I mentioned, The Power of Full Engagement, that has more information about this. Redpodcast.com slash 183 for information on that. There's also an audio book of that, by the way. I can show you how to get it for free. Redpodcast.com slash 183. So if you're setting yourself up to win, let me summarize this. One, you need the right location, not Starbucks, a dedicated office. You want to eliminate distraction. That's number two. And also number three, you need to have the overall foundation in place. That means that dedicated workspace, the dedicated office hours, the mental shift of both of those things, meaning that when you go into that space, when you're in your office, you work. When you're out of your office, you don't. When it's office hours, you work. When it's not office hours, you don't. Next episode, This is going to be important for you if you're thinking about writing a book or if you've already got a book in progress. Talk about hacking the Amazon charts. Talk about hacking New York Times. I learned this from the music business, hacking billboard charts. I've got the tricks. I've got the tips. I'm going to show you how it's done. Maybe you should do it. Maybe you shouldn't. I'm going to leave that up to you. That's on the next episode of Red Podcast. Redpodcast.com slash 184 is where that's going to be. But if you want to make sure that you don't miss it, subscribe. Go to redpodcast.com right now. One-click subscribe. You can get Red Podcast via iTunes if you listen that way. If you're on an Android device, got you covered. Or you can listen on the web. Various subscription options, all of which are free, available to you at redpodcast.com. If you've got questions about setting yourself up to win, just marketing questions in general. Feel free to reach out to me anytime. The best way to do that is via Twitter. At David Hooper is my username. I get back to everybody. Just test me. And unlike Dave Ramsey, I promise I won't block you. Thanks so much for listening. I'm very excited about my upcoming podcast marketing book. That is coming. Stick with me. Redpodcast.com has the mailing list. If you want to make sure that you don't miss anything about the release of that book, Thanks so much for helping to build the Red Podcast community. I'll see you on the next episode. You've been listening to Red Podcast, real entrepreneur development. Subscribe today using iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS at redpodcast.com.